The more you know who you are. I said it before and I'll say it again. And what you want. Life moves pretty fast. The less you let things upset you. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. You could miss it. You could miss it. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Business Healthline. I'm your host, Jeff Clovis. Thanks for listening to us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, Before we start today's episode, if I can give you a quick reminder to rate our podcast, if you like it, five stars and leave a comment on uh, your podcast player of choice. That will really help us um, grow and uh, get mental health awareness out to more business owners and yeah, it just really helps a lot. So we'd really appreciate it. On today's uh, podcast, we have Cole Christensen from Cole's Egg Communications. It's a media company specializing in, in agriculture. And I've known Cole since the 11th grade. And him and I have always kind of shared the same entrepreneurial spark. And uh, I've kind of been working with him on and off for, for years. And uh, over the past couple of years, I've served as his technical director. Uh, for for Cole's Ag Communications, just helping uh, make sure his digital pro- projects go off without a hitch. And but really, really uh, funny guy, really interesting guy, very smart guy, and he has lots of great information for you today. So let's jump right into it. Hello, Mr. Christensen. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hello, and well, hello, and thank you for calling me Mr. Christensen. <laughs> yes, well, I think I've known you long enough that I've 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 earned the right to call you that. Hey, listen, it works for me. Works safe. It works for you. It works for me. Um, you staying warm or what? Uh well, because of the Wi-Fi quality of my house, we just moved downstairs, so I'm feeling great right now. It's a little warmer down here, yeah, but than overall, no. Yeah. For those of you who aren't listening in Calgary, um, it's very cold here. I think it's been like 12 days in a row. We've It's been minus 30 or so, which is like a new record. And that's in Celsius if you're listening to the States, which um, not as cold as minus 30 Fahrenheit, but it's still freaking cold and it sucks. It's, so. it's a great time to get a new dog, which is what we just did. And yeah. when, you can't, when you can't take him out at all and it... Uh... Uh, then you and the dog have cabin fever. So okay. this is a bit off topic, but tell tell me about this dog. Why did you end up adopting a dog? I think. Well, he's an eight-year-old cocker spaniel. Yeah, his name is Rusty, uh, and he just he just likes to hang out. And he was just sitting in the shelter for a long time, so we swung by and we grabbed him. And just... now he's now he's here and he's having a great time. <laughs> you just swung by and grabbed him. Oh sure. Yeah. You just you and you and your wife were having dinner one day, and you thought you're, to yourself, hmm, "I think we might adopt an eight year old dog." Well, if that's if that's the one message people get from this podcast today is to adopt older animals, then that's then that's good. They yeah. should do that. <laughs> hey, it's a really good cause. It's nice mm-hmm. that you did that. Um, well, I guess we should get off dogs and get into what we're going to be talking about today in the podcast. And uh, the topic today is how to stay on top of juggling multiple projects without getting burnt out. So uh, getting burnt out is pretty common for entrepreneurs and business owners because they're juggling multiple balls and wearing many hats. So 
before we get into kind of the meat and potatoes of, of what you can do to better manage that, that, like tell our listeners your story. Like how did you end up getting into um, your business and starting Cole's Eggs Communications? Sure. Okay. Um, well, I started out, let's see, I started out as a small town sports reporter. I was a sports reporter at the second largest newspaper in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Um, and then I kind of graduated to having a background in communications. So I had that background in communications and then basically my life turned when I started working as the marketing and communications manager for the Alberta Barley Commission. So through that, I discovered my love of the ag industry and uh, that passion made me basically brought up my desire to carve out my own niche in this industry because it's mm-hmm. so, so full of great people, such great contacts. Uh, you're working in an industry where people give themselves to help feed the world and and uh, it's such a boost to the local economies and everything. So it's just, it's such an amazing space to work in. So that led me to starting Cole's Egg Communications. Um, basically through leveraging my contacts that I'd already made in Alberta, at Alberta Barley, and then chasing my passion. So nice. we're now in year four of Cole's Egg Communications. Nice. I believe year four. Wow. And uh, yes, we're a full service marketing company that specializes in branding web design, and basically integrated marketing for farms, agribusinesses, and producer groups. So that's that's where I'm at now, and that's kind of my story. Cool, man. So like, tell us about an average day in the life of managing and growing your business. It's been four years now. So um, maybe if you want to start, well, maybe if you want to start maybe in the day in the life of the first year of business to the day in the life of your business now compared to four years later. I think that might be interesting if there's much of a difference between now and then. Well, you can tell I'm rattled for being on a podcast because I said the cliche feed the world <laughs> and everyone in Hague, everyone in egg hates that cliche. So. Yeah. They'll listen to this and they'll just be shaking yeah. their head. Like, Oh, well, I cool. forget I said it like, you know, anyways. So <laughs> that's an interesting question because it does depend on the life cycle of your company. So in year one, my average day looked a lot different than it does now. So year one, I basically felt like I was on a listening tour. So each day you're taking someone out for lunch, you're attending trade shows, you're meeting people, and I'm just kind of showing people who I am and what I believe in. So a lot of that, you're doing a lot of that groundwork, and it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of direct sales, it's a lot of groundwork, it's a lot of building those relationships. So that's, year one was basically, that was all my time. I was out and about, I was doing that. Nowadays, it's a little different. So every day is still different, which is amazing, and that's what gets me out of bed. Uh, whether I'm at a farm show, a client's house, working in my upstairs freezing office, it's it's awesome because I get to interact with different clients. I get to work on different projects and kind of and achieve different goals. So whereas year one was more of uh, just being on the uh, on the ground, out and about all the time. Nowadays, it's more of a project management role and staying relevant within the industry. So you still got to go to those shows. You still got to be out at networking events, taking people out for lunch. But now it's evolved to more of a project management and maybe a bit of a higher higher level thinking and seeing where we want to go long term and what's the goals for our, for our organization. Right on. So, I mean, in a project management role, and I do the same type of role with my company, Big Harry, but uh, I get in situations sometimes too where like projects are due, clients aren't paying on time, employees are getting frustrated with tough projects. Um, Like, how do you deal with that on a day-to-day basis? 
Well, so that's a big one. Um, particularly the clients not paying on time. If I if I kind of have one thing that I that I really want people to take home from this, it's that that's basically just life as a business owner. So don't you can count on a paycheck, but don't count on a steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. So you always got to leverage your finances and plan ahead um, because. People don't work to your schedule and people aren't working to your finances. Exactly. So you have to make and sure I, that yeah. you build that. And I think if you yeah. do that, that will help a lot just with your mental well-being as a business owner. Just trying to get your finances ahead of yourself and not just relying on yeah the schedule of your clients. Because like you said, well, they're on their own time. Yeah, and it's that's such a huge part of it. But uh, So I guess getting to the other things, you're talking about when you got a whole bunch of projects are due and how to deal with that. Is that yeah, kind of yeah. what you're asking? Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. So that's, that's interesting too, because I would say right now, so we've, we're very, very lucky to have a really diverse client base and um, a lot of different clients who have different needs. So the one thing that I do and the one thing that I remember for myself is that you can only do one thing at a time. So do that thing. So I used to get really, really stressed by deadlines and I used to sit there and stack up work on top of each other. So I would think about, well, I've got to do this, but I can't even think about doing that until I do this. I can't even think about that until I do this. Right. So now I just sit down and I do three things. So you start your day, do three things. Then I'm a little less stressed than I was before. Then I do three more things. And then suddenly everything gets a little bit less daunting. So on really, really busy days, you just chip away. And you can only control what you can control. So that's kind of my key to like business survival a little bit is making sure that I just don't don't stack things on top and make things, you know, a little bit more intimidating than they need to be. Right. Just chip away. Do one thing at a time, do three things at a time, and then you're then you're feeling better. All right, cool. That's some awesome advice, man. So when you started your company, you probably had some really hard months. So how did you keep yourself from like getting too low, too stressed and just wanting to quit and maybe go back to the corporate world or something like that? Well, so that's a really good, it's good because I can give you kind of a case study for this. So my first year I made 10,000 bucks total. And I had one month where I had literally nothing to do because this, the, uh, the egg season is basically cyclical, right? Like you've got seeding, spraying and harvest. So this was one of those months where it kind of was in conjunction with that. And I was, there was no phone calls coming in. It was really, 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 I had nothing to do. So when I, when I was going through it, I was thinking about it like, oh, geez, I was starting to get a little bit panicked. Um, but now I want, what I say to people when they go through that is I say, think about that as an opportunity. So think about what would you do to grow your business if you had some downtime and then just do that. So that allowed me to kind of build a little bit more of a foundation. It allowed me to think about my marketing strategy. It gave me some time to do some business and men stuff that maybe I wouldn't be doing if I was tied down with client calls and requests. But the other most important thing that I took from that, especially about not getting too down, is you should use it as an opportunity for self-care. So that summer, uh, we lived right on the river, and I think I biked more that summer than I ever had before. So that made a huge impact on my mental health was just something as simple as getting outside, do something different, switch up your mindset a bit. That was such a huge game changer for me on that side. So I think that not being too hard on yourself, and that's probably one of the things I struggle with the most now, but it's definitely don't be too hard on yourself and make sure you get out there a bit and uh, take some time to do something for yourself. Yeah. Physical exercise is kind of a common theme 
that keeps coming up on this podcast. And it's really, really important. Um, that's one of the, the, the tips and strategies you have for business owners um, that, that have been successful for you. Do you have any other tips um, that you can share with business owners that might be beneficial for them other than, than getting outside and getting the heart pumping? Totally. Yeah. So my business is home-based. So we have some people who work with us, but they also work from their home. So I'm at home a lot. I'm in my home office. So what I do is at least a couple times a week, I force myself to go out for meetings, uh, go out for some networking events, make sure that you're interacting with people face-to-face. It helps you because then you can kind of get out there and you're re-energizing a bit, talking to people face-to-face. It's good for your habit so that you don't kind of get tied down a little bit, just just staying at home all the time. And it really kind of gives you that, it re-energizes you a bit. So if you're working from home, schedule meetings somewhere else. So meet, you can even meet at a pub. Uh, you can meet at Boston Pizza. Like you can meet anywhere. So that would be, that's really one that's important for me. Uh, another one that I did have was don't sell all the time. So I think when you, when people start businesses, a lot of times they think they just got to, it, it's a grind of only selling. And when you're talking to people, you're immediately making your sales pitch. Hopefully do it if they don't move on. And that's for me, especially in the agriculture sphere, I found out that that is really just, that's not something you can do. So you just have to have chats with people. You got to do emotional capital is a real thing. And it's a big deal. Oh, for so sure. It's re- all about relationships, right? Yeah. And that's relationships are everything. People remember the conversations that they've had with you. And they remember that you've kind of set that base and they get to know who you are as a person. Right. And then that led, that leads to them trusting you as a business person or a client maybe one day. So yeah. don't sell all the time. Yeah. That's, a, that's an important one for me. One of, one of the favorite things that I've heard since starting my business is that people don't like buying from strangers. They like buying from friends. So your goal as a business owner is to turn a stranger into a friend and then a friend into a customer. And that's a long game, right? So... Well, yeah, and it, it bears fruit down the road. So like I said, my first year, uh, it was all about setting that groundwork, and there wasn't a lot of money coming in. But then then you really get to start to know yourself a little better, know your clientele, and that that just pays off a lot in the long run. Yeah. Um, um, I do yeah. have one more kind sure. of like this one's not really on the high level, but it's don't let your inbox get out of control. That's a big <laughs> one for true. me. Yeah. So – I have, especially in the nature of what I do, it's very, very email based. Um, and I'm relying on sending out emails. I'm relying on getting emails back. Uh, and I need to, I mean, I'm sending so many emails a day. And I really feel like if you let that get out of control uh, and you're not, you're not monitoring what's coming in, you're not staying on top of it, basically being disorganized in that way makes your life about 60% harder. Oh, 100%. You should never be in a position where you said, did you get my email? Did you read my email? You should be able to stay on top of that. Uh, make sure you have direct communication so that the person you're talking with can, can confirm that you're on the same page. And yeah, no, it's the inbox I have control thing. It's, it's one of my, when I see people have, uh, you know, on their phone and it says like 500 unread emails, whatever. It's, it's insane. Like it, that's an honest to God trigger for me. Like I can't handle it if I see that on someone's <laughs> phone. Like how, how do you keep organized? It says like 550 emails or like what it says, 553 emails. That's when I know that I have something to read in my inbox. Yeah. Like like just, it's not that hard. You can even have the, I think it's on the Gmail where you just 
you all you have to do is swipe it and then you can archive it. Yes. So if it's not interesting to you, just archive it. Yes. But you're gonna lose stuff otherwise, and that's that's my that's my like nitpicky practical tip. No, that's great. So entrepreneurs, business owners, if you want to be less stressed in your day to day life, just be organized. And on days that you have downtime, organize stuff come up with an organization plan. It's going to help you so much in the long run and it'll make you less stressed for sure. Um, cool. Great insight as always, my friend. You're a smart guy. Um, too kind. <laughs> too kind. Um, so so tell tell people about how they can get in touch with you and, and learn more about your services in the agricultural industry. Uh, I'll make it real simple. Colesag.com. Uh, you can reach out there. You can reach out to us on Twitter too at Colesag. Yeah. Always happy to help or give out advice or kind of whatever you need. I love uh, nothing gets my juices flowing than hearing about people's business journeys and people starting businesses, and it just it pumps me up. So yeah, you can reach out those ways. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. Um, anything you think we missed or you want to add? Just kind of well, close so things out. we got to. I, it's kind of fun. I got to talk a little bit about my journey today, but yeah. none of my journey really would have been possible without you and the impact that you had. So you you did a lot of stuff for for me when I was starting out and even today and your your ability to to strategize and to really all your really really practical skills did a lot for me so people should know that and know that I wouldn't be anywhere where I am without you so there you go well I appreciate that I'll need to have that in writing though and get you to sign it I was saying you did pay me to say it, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll make sure I'll e-transfer you that as soon as this Perfect. podcast is over. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. The Business Helpline Podcast is a production of Big Harry, a social media marketing and production agency in Calgary, Alberta. Learn how your small to medium-sized business can get the same level of service, content, and production quality on your social media accounts and channels that are only usually reserved for million-dollar brands and campaigns. Plans starting at $149 a month. Go to BigHarryAgency.com for more details.